It's October 28th, 2020, and today we're talking about restaurants. Welcome to Dr. Vaughn's COVID-19 Updates, the podcast updates you daily on the pandemic. We should talk about restaurants. Restaurants are, uh, well, one of the riskiest activities for getting COVID-19. And in fact, uh, gatherings like restaurants where people are around tables indoors, especially if they're not just eating, but sitting around for a while afterwards, are associated with almost all of the super spreader events that have occurred. Super spreader events being where several people end up getting coronavirus from a single gathering. So we really need to take restaurants seriously and uh, do what needs to be done to make them as safe as possible if we're going to be going to them. Uh, I do recommend restaurant owners to look at this article from MIT Technology Review on October 28th today by Charlotte G. Or, yeah, Charlotte G. And also, um, restaurant owners, I'd, I'd be glad to also talk to you about this if you call the office. Um, we can set up a time where I can go over this article with you to come up with the, the safest environment for you to continue to keep uh, serving patients. It's going to be harder to really address the, the big ventilation issue. With, with outdoor seating, we, we've got a pretty good situation, a very low risk with outdoor seating uh, compared to indoor seating. It, the, the risk is so, so much lower with the, uh, the outdoor seating. Um, when it gets to be winter and it's cold, uh, absolutely, there'll have to be something overhead, some kind of a tent or canopy, and there'll, there'll have to be heaters also for much of the country. And, and even then, there's just going to be times when it's just not practical. So uh, there, there's a real problem, especially in areas where transmission is high and it's not amenable environmental conditions to eating outdoors. It, it's going to be really tough to be able to uh, to be in business. I, I hate to say something so dark, but uh, that, that is realistic here for, for right now. But what can we do with uh, with indoor? If we do have people indoors, what, what can be done? Well, certainly ventilation is a big deal. And even though it's expensive to get an engineer in and actually follow with the, the, the mist or whatever it is they put in the air so you can follow it through the ventilation system and see how it goes. There is a rather inexpensive substitute that can be used and you can take it around the restaurant to check and, and that's a carbon dioxide detector. When people are eating and they're talking and exhaling, carbon dioxide is going to build up if there isn't good ventilation. And so there's some targets that you can use to go by for what, what kind of levels to to look at. You want to have your, your CO2 levels or carbon dioxide levels uh, below about 800 to 950 parts per million. And if you can get one of these, they're about $150, these, these sensors. It's, it's not the end uh, test that's really going to determine that your restaurant's safe or not or, or other indoor gathering facility. But it does give you kind of a, a general way of looking at different parts of the room as people are meeting and talking and it doesn't work to do it when nobody's there because no, you know, there's no production of carbon dioxide um, unless you have the customers there and doing what they do. So you, you kind of have to already have your situation of people eating in the restaurant to even be able to do this test. And then for people who really want to go all out, there are some 
online risk estimators. They're actually free. One of them's called SETI, S-E-T-T-Y. Um, that's an engineering firm. And then there's experts at Oregon University and University of Colorado Boulder that have online tools you can use. The problem though is you, you kind of have to be really good with numbers and uh, familiar with the science of it to make the ideal use of it. The other thing would be encouraging people who are not from the same household to actually sit diagonal to each other rather than straight across from each other. So like if two couples go out for dinner, each couple should sit across from their partner rather than next to them at the table. And this will reduce the chance of getting the, the direct stream. Um, and they say it's a 75% reduction in the risk of transmission in just by making that simple change. So that is absolutely something to do. And of course, the more that people are breathing and exhaling, uh, the louder they're talking, the, the worse it's going to be. So one of the things that can help is turning down the music so people don't have to speak as loudly. So these are some simple little interventions. Again, I encourage any restaurant owners, please do talk to me. Um, I didn't even touch on the mask wearing. Uh, I, I have a real problem with going to a restaurant and seeing servers wearing these little plastic shields that are held off from their chin with their nose uh, clearly visible over it. And of course, whatever they're exhaling from their mouth, uh, the direct stream, of course, will hit that little shield. But the, the aerosols are just <clears throat> getting out without anything blocking it since they're not wearing a, a cloth mask or paper mask over the face. Um, I, I actually will not go back to a restaurant where I see that the server is doing that. I consider that to be somebody um, not not taking any steps to protect my health as their customer when I see that. Um, again, love to talk to you. If you want to go over this, uh, call the office and leave a message for me, and we'll try to make it safe for people to continue to go to restaurants and, uh, and try, try to come up with a way to make it economically feasible for the restaurants to stay open too. That's it for today. Please do tell your friends who are interested in COVID-19 pandemic updates to subscribe to this podcast. That would really be appreciated. Until next time, Dr. Mark Vaughn telling you to stay in good health.